Exodus chapter number 20, commandment number one, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Commandment number two, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images. Commandment number three, anybody want to fill in the blank? Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Commandment number four, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Commandment number five, honor thy father and thy mother. We're in Exodus chapter number 20, and we're going to look at verse number 12. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the earth, on the land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee. I was reminded years ago, and some of you may know who had said this, who was a TV dad, but uh, who said, I brought you into this world, I can take you out. And, uh, but we have this, honor thy father and thy mother. Commandment number five, we're beginning this second portion, if I can say it this way, of the Ten Commandments being broken down into two different departments, two different emphases. The first four that we just made mention of, thou shalt have no other gods before me, thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Those four deal with our relationship between us and God. Now we begin, and the last six commandments, starting with honor thy father and mother, begins with our human relationships, whereas the first four is our heavenly relationship. And so as we begin to look at commandment number five, honor thy father and thy mother, understanding going back, Noah Webster said this, the word honor as a verb is what we're supposed to do here. And it is an action verb too, by the way. Okay. It's not passive. It's an action verb means to revere, to respect, to treat with deference and submission and perform relative duties to. As we say, it's an action verb. I I do believe and, and, uh, I almost, and I was praying last night as I was preparing that I almost went through and had every one of from 10 years old all the way up sitting right up front here. And then I was going to start and name every one of them saying, you know, pastor loves you, right? You know, your pastor loves you. You know, your pastor loves you. I do believe that this is probably one of the greatest things that's missing in a younger generation is honor. And especially honoring their father and their mother. We have this relationship that has been stated here as God has given the command. Let's remember who said this, by the way. This is not now, young people, when this is brought up, And when parents say this, this is not just something that parents thought up on their own. In fact, one writer that I was reading after as I was looking at this verse of Scripture, they made this statement. They said, God made it easier on parents to be able to teach this truth because it's not something that I'm commanding you to do. It's not something that parents have thought up. 
that, you know, really all of this, parents just got together before you were born and just sat down and said, hey, let's come up with all these rules and regulations and what you're supposed to do. Parents didn't do that. It was a matter of being going back to the scriptures. And if we as parents are being faithful to teach the word of God to the next generation, then we will not be able to skip over verses like this. Honor thy father and mother. Here we have the relationship given by God for children to their parents. Now, here's things that I do not see in this passage of Scripture, or as we look throughout the Scriptures, here's some things that I do not see. I do not see where young people, children, I'll just call them children, where children are able to look back at their parents and say, well, you made a mistake as a dad, so I'm not going to honor you. If you want to show me that in the Bible, go ahead. I don't see it where, well, you're not a very good mom, so I'm not going to honor and obey you. I don't see where this is if you feel like it. I don't see that this is if they're worthy of it. I see that it's a command. Why else would they be called the Ten Commandments? Honor thy father and thy mother. You say, well, I'm not going to do something if they tell me to do something and it's, and it's not right. We're going to get to that. That's under obeying. And we'll get to it in the New Testament where it says, children, obey your parents in the Lord. There's a difference and we'll get to that. God gave and listed this and makes it easier for parents to be able to teach their children if we'll simply sit down and teach them what the Word of God says. God said it to be able to honor. So the question is this. In every life that's here, may I also say, I don't see where there's an expiration date on this, except that my parents are expired. But I will say this, for their very testimony and reputation, guess what? I still honor them. And I believe it's from the beginning till we get to eternity that all of us have taken our last breath. Listen, I'm still not going to be throwing my parents under the bus. Because I believe my mama has a direct line to the Lord. <laughs> and should just say, you want to do something about my boy down there? For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. I don't think my, my, I don't think my mom's so concentrated on me. My sister probably, but no, I, she's worshiping the, my Savior. God gave this. And I want, to see, I want you to see this. When it comes to this subject matter of honor, I believe that whether someone truly honors their parents or not, I believe number one is seen in their attitude towards their parents. Can I say there's a difference between just obeying and honoring? You see, I believe that honoring, and we're going to get to it in just a second, I believe honoring actually comes from the heart and is actually resulting in obedience and outward actions towards them. So when we say honor, I believe it goes deeper than just doing what you're told 
I believe that honoring is seen in the attitude towards their parents. I asked for prayer last night. We still do meet for prayer at 7 o'clock on Saturday nights right here. That door is always unlocked to be able to come in. We meet for prayer, 7 o'clock, right down front here. And I asked for prayer last night, and I say that some of our young people have some of our aged ladies. I don't want to say hoodwink. I, I prayed this. I said, I said pray that I, the, the flesh would not restrain the spirit today. I said, because I believe there's a message here about honoring parents, and I don't trust any of our young people that their heart is right with God. You say, ah, oh. well, Miss Dale looked at me, and she loves all the young people. She said, not all our young people, right? I said, I don't trust anybody sitting here that our heart's completely right with God. I said, I don't trust me by the time I wake up tomorrow morning. I said that my heart's going to be right with God. When honoring entails our attitude towards parents, and this is, listen, young people, if you think I'm preaching towards you, this is specifically written to you as a child. To you as a young person, if you have a parent, guess what? This is for you. Honor thy father. It's seen in the attitude towards them. And so when we see things, it's very easy to be able to pick out when there is not honor towards the parents. I'm not saying when there's not obedience, but I've seen that too. But when there is not honor, when it is outright rebellion and saying no to the parents, I am not going to obey. I'm not going to do this. Guess what, guys? You don't honor your parents. When we have that attitude and we say, and listen, I've seen it in the church. I've seen it outside the church. I've seen it in the, in the parking lot. You say, pastor, what's the issue? It's honoring parents. That's the issue of saying, listen, this is what I want you to do. If, if parents were to look at, I'm not going to just pick on our teenagers, okay? If parents, if, if Brother Matthew or Miss Hannah were to look at Titus and say, Titus, this is what you're supposed to do, and he looks at them and says, no, I'm not doing it. There's a lack of honor, which brings about a lack of obedience in his life. It is. It, it, it's severely lacking. Now, you say, oh, Titus wouldn't do that. Hey, you know how I know he would do that? You know how I know that Caleb would do that and Josh would do that and, and I know Isaac would do that? You know how I know that? Because I did it. <laughs> and there were times in my life, hey, it's, it's so rewarding now when I'm on this side of it and I get to preach it instead of sit on the front row and listen to it. <laughs> it's so rewarding because I'm saying, I remember that. I remember that. And I had to get the same message preached at me of this honoring, but it is seen in our attitude towards the parents. And you know as well as I do, and this is not just for our church, you know as well as I do, there is just an overall lack of respect and honor from a younger generation to an older generation in society today. It's unbelievable what's taking place. When you can have in, in cities across America that you can have an, an older man or woman walking down the street on a cane and a young punk will walk up behind them and hit them on the back of the head and cause them to fall down on the sidewalk. There's something wrong in America with that. 
You say, where does that come from? There's something wrong with a generation teaching and demanding honor and respect and obedience from the next generation. It's seen in the attitude when it is outright, I'm not doing it. Here's, here's how mine always manifested and my parents would always get on me about it. Don't roll your eyes at me. That's what they'd say. Don't roll your eyes at me. How many parents get so sick of their kids rolling their eyes at them? Your mama gets sick of that? See, this altar is going to be flooded after, after we get done the service. Everybody getting right. Because it was like, <sighs> my dad said a few times, roll them again, I'll roll them back to you. <laughs> Sean, I know you never dealt with that raising your daughter, did you? Yeah, go ahead and roll your eyes. Hey, there is an attitude inside. Now, we are all good at conforming on the outside to make it look like we're obeying, to make it look like we're honoring. We may have everything in place. It's like the little boy that I was told about all my life, that the mom or the dad walked up to him and said, I said, sit down. And they said, no. The parents said, sit down. They said, no. I said, sit down or sit down or you're not going outside. And finally, they sat down. And the little boy looked up at his mom and said, I may be sitting down on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. You say, oh, I would never get like that. You know, you know why we think this is so humorous as we're teaching down through this and looking at it? Because every one of us have been there, done that. And in a lot of cases, that's how we treat God on a regular basis seen in our attitudes towards, but then can I say it's also seen in our actions. Can I say obedience is is not just doing what you're told? I believe obedience, true obedience, is doing what you're told with the right attitude. Or we're missing something. How many today, listen, even when it comes to Christianity, hey, I'm going to conform to what I need to conform with, but in my heart I'm not submissive submissive to the Lord. In my heart, I'm not surrendered. Can I say that? And we, we got a whole, whole row that's usually here. We got two over here. We got all these six sitting over here. Just because they're sitting on the front row looking good doesn't mean they're submitted to the Lord. Doesn't mean they're honoring their parents. Most of the time, they just sit up here because they don't want to sit with their parents. And the parents won't let them sit in the back row. <laughs> But listen, just because everything may look good on the outside does not mean that our hearts are right with the Lord. And just because there may be outward actions and conforming does not mean that a young person's heart is right and honoring their parents. You say, how do you know that to be true? Because as soon as they get to 18, they say, I'm out of here. And they've, they've conformed all these years but they haven't been honoring. They've conformed. They've done the right things. Everything looked good. And how many times has this been said? Well, I never saw that coming. Never saw that coming. And listen, sometimes it can take us by surprise. And we're thinking, listen, that heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? It's a lack of honor. This is a command from the word of God. Honor thy father and mother. Well, it doesn't say children. Who else has a father and mother besides children? Do we need to spell it out? You're looking for a loophole. Honor thy father and mother. Can I say it's seen in our affection towards them? 
seen in our affection. You say, well, I'm just not one to show affection. I'm just not one. Hey, it's still okay. If my dad were alive today, I'd still tell him I love him. And that's not just because he's gone. And that's not just because I can't talk to him. Hey, listen, I'll tell a little secret. I have no problem. I called Brother Peter yesterday. I was gone all day down in Connecticut. Brother Peter took care of everything that, and made sure. He said everything would be said here at the church, made sure everything was taken care of. I called him, talked to him about a few things. Listen, before we get off the phone, now I'm not going to do that with every staff member that comes to this church, okay? But before we get off the phone, hey, listen, you know what we said to each other? Love you. That ain't got nothing to do with pastor and assistant pastor. That's how we've lived our lives. Now, I know that there were times growing up, he didn't want to say it. There were times growing up, I forgot to say it. I've had my wife call me back after we hung up the phone. Say, hey, you didn't say you love me before we get off the phone. So you know what I said? Love you. And then we hung up the phone. Can I say true honor is going to be shown in our affection one to another? Young people, it is okay to be able to show your parents that you love them and you honor them and you respect them. What was the definition of it? It says to perform relative duties to. In other words, show them that you love them. Show them that you respect them. Show them that you honor them, not just in outward actions, but it's all together our affection, our attitude, and our actions. They all work together to be able to show that we honor our parents. I believe it carries the meaning of realizing who they are. Do you understand who our parents are? They have been given to us by God. I've tried to do this, and I want to be very careful here because this is where I'd probably spend my next 45 minutes preaching. Because I've always done my best when I said I don't want to tarnish the reputation or the testimony of my parents. Can I say I've realized who my parents are in my life? The Bible says that children are in a heritage of the Lord. And when I realize who they are in my life, I was given to them by God understanding the gift that God gave to them, the gift that God gave to me, I said this, I want to be careful of even how I make my parents look. You see, I can, I can only speak from my personal experience here, but there were times that my dad looked at me and said, my son don't do that. Well, that just needs to be equal across the board. No, no. There were some things that I was sensitive towards that I knew that if I did it or if I said it or if I acted a certain way, hey, listen, they'd look at me and say, well, I just understand. Well, he's turned 18. He can make his own decisions now. But I also understood this. What I did as an 18-year-old reflected on my parents. And there were just some things that I had some honor that I said, I'm not going to act like that. I'm not going to talk like that. And especially in front of everybody, I wouldn't dare. And some of you grew up the same way I did. I wouldn't dare to talk to my mom or dad 
the way that I've heard some young people talk to their parents. I wouldn't ever dare look at my mom or dad when my dad told me to do something. And I know some here wouldn't. I would never dare look at my dad and say, nope, not going to do that. Especially in public, right in front of everybody, they come up and say, hey, I want you to do this. And you look at him and say, no. Robbie, I'm guessing you wouldn't either by the look on your face. My dad was one, listen, didn't matter which end he was hitting, I was getting taken care of. <laughs> and it didn't take me long to realize, hey, without honor. And then I started to realize it's not just a matter of conforming. But then I get to the point, listen, I want to do this from my heart. That's what I believe true honor is. You say, well, pastor, you just don't know my parents. The kids that are here, I know their parents. Can I say this? If your parents are saying you need to be in church, you need to be doing what's right, you need to be following the Lord, you better be getting on your knees and thanking God for the parents you have. I walked into prison, young men. I walked into prison and someone was complaining that they had to be home at a certain time, that their parents had to know where they were. They had a curfew. Their parents were checking the phones. The young man was sitting in prison. He was complaining about that how he grew up. And there was another young man that was sitting there and he looked over at him. He said, you ought to thank God for the parents you got. He said, I grew up. And he said, my parents could care less where I was. Well, you talk about real. They didn't, they didn't care if I was out till one, two, three o'clock in the morning. They never checked on me. They never said, hey, how's your day going? They were never concerned and said, hey, why don't you come to church with me? They, they were never concerned about that stuff. He said, you ought to thank God someone cared about you. And you still rebelled and went your own way? And you still ended up sitting here with me in the same prison? And you had someone who cared about you. You say, well, that's Old Testament. I don't have to, I don't have to follow that. I mean, that's, that's the Old Testament law. That's the Ten Commandments. We're not under the law today. Aren't you thankful? Listen, this is the one almost verbatim that is given over in the New Testament. Look what the Bible says with us over in Ephesians chapter number 6. Y'all knew I was getting there at some point, didn't you? There's not much that rubs me the wrong way than seeing young people dishonoring their parents. Well, I'm an adult. I have a right to. Who paid the rent where you're living? Hey, there's something. Hey, I don't go over to Brother Peter's house and tell him what to do over there. You know why? That's his house. But when he was living in my house, my house, my rules, feel free to go get your own at any time. Who paid that electric bill? Well, I don't know why I got to go to church. Who just paid for the gas in your car? Who paid your health insurance, by the way? Who paid your electric bill, put food on the table? You're eating my food? Oh, okay. I think I got some skin in the game. Dishonoring with everything that's there. Look what the Bible says. Here's where I believe the separation comes. In Ephesians chapter number 6, Children, 
Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. I do not believe that it can get any plainer than that in the scriptures. I believe that this covers the understanding and the meaning where it says, obey your parents in the Lord. In other words, listen, my wife, and you know her testimony, she didn't grow up in a home that was taking her to church every week. She didn't grow up where her parents were getting together and being able to read the Bible to her. Till the day they died, her parents never took her to church. She took them to church. Her parents never took her to church. But you know, there were times, listen, there were times that her parents said, you're not going to church tonight. You know what we told, what my parents told Crystal that she better do? You better on your, on your parents. Better not be sneaking out of the house just to be able to come to church. Oh, but coming to church is so right. It is right to be in church. I believe that if you're a child of God, we ought to desire to be in church. But children, obey your parents in the Lord. I'll say this. It wasn't wrong for her to say, my parents said I couldn't come tonight. Can I give you another little of my pet peeves? When parents punish their kids from going to church because they know they like it. Oh, you're not going to patch club because you disobeyed me. No, they need the word of God is what they need. <laughs> they need more of the word. of. Now, I don't want them to get a, a, a drudgery of, boy, if I act up, they're taking me to church. And they, they start, no, but it's a matter of realizing, listen, that's what they need. They need the scriptures. They need the opportunity for the word of God to be able to make a difference in their heart and life. Obey your parents in the Lord. You say, where does this come? This is, and I, and I know it wouldn't happen, so I'm going to use this example. This would be the equivalent of the Drury's being able to look at Isaac and say, hey, we're going to get drunk on Friday night. We want you to get drunk with us. They're not going to, okay? It's not even in their house. I should have checked first. No, it's not even in their house. I know it's not. It's not even in their house. Do you understand that at a certain point, Isaac would have a responsibility to say that is against the word of God and the will of God for my life? And that's where I'd have to draw the line. That's obeying your parents in the Lord. But if they say, get out of bed and get to church with us, no, I don't want to. That's different. That's disobeying. That's dishonoring. And here's where he comes back to the heart attitude. Children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. But then verse number two, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Now, he reminds us of this. If you remember what it was back in Exodus chapter number 20, we read this, Exodus chapter number 20, and then we'll read it again in Exodus chapter number 6. You say, what's the promise? Look what it says, that thy days, verse 12, may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Same thing in Exodus chapter number 6, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. You say, well, if I obey and honor my parents, I'm going to live a long time. I found out it's better than the alternative. I've seen some people living some miserable lives. And yes, I believe there's times God took them out early. 
They weren't living for God, not honoring their parents, not obeying. You say, well, I'm 18 now. Since when is 18 a magical number? Can I say that adulting is more than just the numbers 1-8? How many parents have found that to be true when you turned 18 and now you're 38 or 48 or 58 or 88 and you're realizing 18 was just a number? And the maturity level, I'm 18, I get to do it on my own. Okay, go find your own place. Maybe you can find that one that Sean just helped his buddy move out of. That's a little two-bedroom down there in Manchester and go pay $2,400 a month for an apartment down in Manchester. Go ahead. Go ahead and get a little room somewhere and go see how much you're paying for it. You'll be thanking God every day for your parents. I was thanking God. Listen, Allowed me to be able to stay around, be able to stay there as long as, listen, I was doing what's right. I'm honoring my parents. I'm living right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Listen, the promise is given, I believe, for a long, peaceful, peaceful, peaceful and prosperous life. I believe that God gives us that promise. I would ask today for every child that has a parent still living, I would ask how our honor level is. You see, it's amazing how our honor level switches as we get older. Because when it's 18 and 20, 25 years old, we're saying, I want my own life, leave me alone. It's amazing when we get to the age and now they're 70, 75, 80 years old and we're just begging God that he'll give us an opportunity to be by their side to be able to honor them and to be able to love on them and to be able to show how much we appreciate them for everything that they've done. Now, I want to give one more truth here and here's where it just the whole thing comes home. Look at Hebrews chapter number 12 with me. Here's where I believe it goes deeper than outward actions. Goes deeper than just conforming. But look at Hebrews chapter number 12. I'm just going to go ahead and read the Bible. Verse number 6 says this, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons. Furthermore, verse number 9, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? Can I say I believe that our level of honor and obedience to our earthly parents is in direct relation to our honor and obedience and respect and relationship with our Heavenly Father? Now what he's talking about here is if you haven't received chastisement, you're not a legitimate son. Because every child of God, for what son is there that haven't received chastisement? It's not mine. He's received chastisement. 
I was a son. I was a son. I received chastisement. There's not a perfect child anywhere. If you're a child, you've been corrected. That's what the Bible's saying. And we receive correction and we have earthly parents we respect in direct relation. How much more should we be showing reverence and respect to our heavenly father? I believe this. I believe you show me a young person that's not honoring their parents and I'll show you someone whose walk with God is not right. And if any one of these stand right up here on the front row and are dishonoring their parents, the first thing I'm going to say is, listen, your relationship with God's not right. That's the first thing that needs to be corrected. Because if your relationship with God, I'll come over here, Andy's over here, so I'll start pointing at Andy instead of, they're getting a complex over here. <laughs> I'll start pointing at Andy. If he's not honoring his parents, guess what? There's something not right in his heart between him and God. You say, well, I'm out of the house now. Okay, let me give you the exact same answer. The other daughter's, the other daughter, they only have one. Okay, okay, we're all set, Andy, okay. <laughs> the other child is down here. She's out of the house. Can I say this? It's not the parent's responsibility to be telling and guiding and directing her. Because I remember the day we were up there in Randolph and you guys gave her to him who giveth her mother and I she's responsible somewhere else to the leadership that's been in, given in her life now she still has a requirement to honor the parents but it's within the bounds of their marriage and I say listen we understand this first thing I look at you say well my, my kids aren't honoring me there's something wrong with their hearts something wrong with their hearts I would say this in relationship to me, that if it came to honoring my parents, hey, listen, if I'm not honoring my parents, my relationship's not right with God. Comparing right here, listen, we have fathers that correct us and we reverence them, show them the respect that's necessary. How much more our father that's in heaven, we ought to be showing him. I believe if our heart's right with God, we're going to be honoring our parents. So you know what it tells me when I see a young person, a young man, young lady, look at their parents and just say, no, I'm not going to do it. I don't think it's unreasonable. And I, I may not know what the conversation is, but listen, if Tom Donahoe's standing here looking at Joshua and saying, listen, I want you to do this, and he says, no, Dad, I'm not going to do that. His heart's not right with God. He's not talking about jumping off the roof, okay? But if he's saying, go out to the car and get this for me, no, I don't want to. I'm here with my friends. There's a problem with the honor. Is it simple enough? We understand it, or do I need to preach it all over again? You say, boy, I'm glad I'm not a young person with parents alive right now. Can I give the spiritual application? I wonder how much we honor our Heavenly Father. I wonder how much when we see a commandment here and God's telling us to do something, we say, well, I, God, I just don't feel like it. God, I just don't want to do it. God, I just don't want it. Hey, Where's the honor? Where's the obedience of following the Lord, of doing what we know to be right? And we're saying, God, this is what I desire. Now, listen, I don't believe it's wrong for parents to teach their kids to obey and to honor. I don't believe it's wrong. Oh, I'm, I'm more of a free-range parent. I'm not a free-range parent. I believe the Bible's put the guidelines in there. And it's not a matter of just saying, go do whatever you want to do. If we don't teach the next generation, then who's going to? Yeah. 
world's going to step up and do it in a heartbeat. And go ahead, just let them have the phone and let them spend their time on the computer and let them be watching all the YouTube and let them be watching all the TikTok and getting involved in all that, and they'll educate your kids. And you know what they're going to educate them? They're going to educate them not to obey and not to honor because they're their own individual and they have no responsibility. Because Tom and Julie Donahoe, they're just the birthing people in their lives. Have I said enough this afternoon? What's the fifth commandment? Honor thy father and mother. Let me ask you something. Every young person here, if your parents are still alive, especially if you're still living at home, <laughs> how's your honor level? There was one time, I'll tell you this, he had to step out for a moment. There was one time. I won't tell you which child it was. There was one time that door got slammed on his bedroom. Once. I still believed in not putting locks on their bedroom doors. One time that door got slammed. Door was put in the garage after that. And he earned it back. What was wonderful was I had a wise young lady that learned from older brother. Honor. What's wrong, kids, with honoring parents? You're not going to be living there forever. But why burn all the bridges that God used to bring you into this world and to be able to provide for you and to be able to take care of you? The fifth commandment is still in the Scriptures. Honor thy father and mother that it may be well with thee that thy life may be long upon the earth. There's nothing wrong with honoring parents. And every one of us, I found out this, where I get most frustrated with my kids, God speaks to my heart and says, that's exactly what you're doing to me. And I look at those things and, and I say, I'm not honoring my heavenly father like I should. And I ask God to get it right. There's some, there's some young people, I don't care if you're, I don't care if you're one eight and you're adulting doesn't matter if you're not honoring your parents i believe there's some relationships that need to be taken care of they need to be restored and there's some young people need to go to their parents and say mom and dad i have not been honoring you like i'm supposed to be according to the bible well pastor you don't understand i can't get i can't do this and i want to do this you ought to thank god for some parents that love you and care for you so, Pastor, I don't like that. It's okay. I'm going to be back next Sunday preaching again. It's Bible, isn't it? I'll go ahead and close with this. Anybody say anything that's been out of line this afternoon that's not Bible? It's Bible. Honor. Obey. And if it hasn't been there, make it right. Get it there.